Eve. Oh, I. Wow. Welcome. Welcome to Chats Over Wine, where the chats are flowing and the wine is on point. Your hosts are Belle, Mel, and Nick. We have a guest on Chats Over Wine. So, welcome, ladies. Hi, ladies. Welcome. So, let's let's jump into today's episode. As we are completely aware, I actually just stuffed up the intro. The first time we have a guest, and I forget. So, amazing. What can I say? I'm great. Anyway, let's talk about our week. Or Bella, should we introduce Nicole to the? We group? should probably introduce Nicole to the podcast to begin with. Okay, so. Nicole is a regular listener of Chats Over Wine. Um, She lives in Darwin. Um, For those people that are listening, um, Darwin is um, in the middle of Australia, but way at the top where it's always hot and never gets cold. Maybe maybe once a year it might get down to nine degrees and that's it. Um, And that is literally one to two days. Um, She also runs her own yoga business, um, which has been thriving for the last couple of years now about five years and so we thought as a regular listener to chats over wine we would bring um nicole into our little group because as you are all aware cat is on holidays so we need a third so yeah welcome nicole well welcome nick thanks mel for that great intro and um, on the Darwin temperatures, we've actually had temperatures underneath 20 and even down to 15 for the last two weeks now. Oh, that's except nice for the last weather two days. Day. Yeah, except for the last two days. It's got a little bit muggy again the last two days. But we have been rugging up here in Darwin, believe oh. it or not. So I'm, I did actually look at our stats today. We have people listening from Belgium, um, also America, like Colorado, all that, where it gets like snowing and they're probably going 15 degrees, really. Yes, <laughs> so I'm actually doing <laughs> doing a mentorship at the moment and they laugh at me all the time because they're like, oh, that's like our high today. And, you know, it's our summer, we're sweating. And I'm like, yeah, well, we normally live in like tops of 35 to 39, so 15 is pretty cold. Yep, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Definitely. So we'll start with how's your week been? Who's going to start? Well, how about you start, Mel? Okay, I'm super excited about my week. I got a mat. I got a mat for the lounge room. I ordered it from Temple and Webster, not sponsored, by the way, but if they want to sponsor us, I'm happy that and um i ordered it last week last thursday and i got it delivered today a vacuum the floor the mat's down i'm super excited that's the highlight of my week i know right it's amazing i'm way too excited i like it how it's It's like the small things but i think that can really tell like what happens when you grow up and like getting household items is, is actually exciting like when you get a new like washing machine new coffee table new couch you're like oh my god it came and it was amazing and it's just great yes yeah and the best part about this rug i can put in the washing machine and the dryer so it's washable it's washable in the machine that's good especially because you have ruby 
And she said. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yep. yep. Absolutely. So, how's your week been? Whose? How about Bella? How's your week been? Um, my week's been okay. Just um, studying and more assignment troubles and I started MasterChef like the new like this year's season so good I feel so good watching it I get into bed get all comfy turn it on watch a few eppies watch them cook it's so good <laughs> so oh my god <laughs> I can't. <laughs> did, did you by any chance have your nana blanket with you too i do actually i have my avocado blanket with me when i watch it sometimes it, you know get a get a cup of tea get some dessert sitting there watching them cook away I'm expecting you to say something like, oh, I'm loving this episode of, like, this season's MasterChef because nobody can cook. And I'm like, oh, yeah, that sounds like my show. But when you're like, and I get my blanket, my cup of tea, I'm like, what the hell? Yeah, it's, um, it's really good. Actually, there's been a lot of pasta this season oh. in the six episodes that I've watched. Um, so it's good. And how's it been since the gentleman that is one of the judges, he, um, he sadly passed away before it aired. How did that, how's that been? I don't know. Which one passed away? Jock? Jock. Jock. Yeah, yeah. the Scottish one. The Scottish one? Yeah. Like, literally the day before they actually started airing it. And that's why they held it off a week. I need to see what he looks like. Oh, he died? Yes, How? he did. Hello, I thought Fire. I was the only one that lived under a rock. Fuck no. Yeah. I lived <laughs> under a rock. He, 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 died, he died by a suicide. Oh. And everybody in Australia knew about that except for Annabella. <laughs> My bad. I didn't know that. Well, you saw he heard it here last. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh. Well, he that's... always carries around this band. And one of the guys who came back from, I think it was like the 13th season, he actually had to quit MasterChef halfway through because he just wasn't doing well mentally. And I think Jock gave him a band telling him he could come back when he's ready to. And now he's back. And w that's really sad. Because I feel like Jock was a very big advocate for mental health. Mm. Especially for men's mental health. Yeah. That's, that's very sad. But it seems the episodes that I'm watching, everything's good. Mm. Yeah. That would explain why they did a tribute for the first epi. It could, it could definitely explain that because they held it all, they held the season off a week. Yeah. 
I was like, oh, who's this person for? Maybe it's like a producer or something. No, it's a judge. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Oh, that's, that's, I don't want to say that's golden, but that's golden. Yeah. Oops. Well, we I feel bad. For all those that are listening outside Australia, we, we'll put this into the show notes, what we're talking about. And Bella, you need to also go to the show to have a look. Yeah, definitely, <laughs> clearly. So with We've... that epic sail up, Nick, how's your week been? <laughs> yes. Um, yeah, it's been pretty good, actually. So, what highlights have I got for you guys this week? Mm. Well, I know that you don't really like know what I'm probably talking about, but like I started um, the beginning of intermediate series. Yeah, the beginning of intermediate series in my yoga practice this week, um, which is lots of like hard opening postures. So, um, it was quite fun to create those shapes in my body and feel something different. And then the rest of the week, this will crack you up. So I'm um, starting a new business, um, entering like the digital world because I need another side hustle. So there's a few different tracks I can go down, um, but I am doing some affiliate marketing. And... (laughs) So I am trying to get a bit of a following on TikTok and, man, it is shit. <laughs> I hate it. <laughs> I've done no silly dances, TikTok, eh? no stupid <laughs> things. I'm, like, sitting on the TikTok fence going, I've posted five videos. I've got, like, four likes, no, 25 likes and four followers and three of those followers are my freaking family. <laughs> Whom I don't want to follow me. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Oh. So we will put um, Nick's TikTok no. handle <laughs> in, our in our show, show notes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, on a serious note, yes, you know, if you would like to, um, yeah, learn a little bit more about the digital world and. You can learn with me because it's a whole new world. But then, yeah, so was yoga when I first started. So, like, you know, yeah. Explain yeah, so that. I don't want to. I don't want to. Well, I don't want to give up yoga teaching. And any time that I like, you know, look at another second job, they want you to work. You know, it starts off. Yeah, yeah. You can just work that one day a week, just this many hours. You know, and then it's like, oh, you know, we need you to work this day that, and I can't like it can't mess with my business so yeah it needs to be something that I can do in my own time when I have you know when I choose and yeah which works perfectly in between um my fast times so and explain how how you got into yoga and um and what made you start a business in Darwin of all places um, well, I got into yoga just through actually bad posture and like chronic neck pain. And um, I was visiting an acupuncturist. I was hairdressing at the time. Vision, visiting an acupuncturist like 
every fortnight and I said, you know, I'm sick of just ma- was maintenance basically. It didn't fix the issue every fortnight. It needed refixing. And he gave me a card to um, live and breathe yoga studio in Townsville and I haven't looked back since. So started my practice and I actually never thought about teaching at that point. We left Townsville in 2014 and took a few months just travelling around as a family and arrived in Darwin the end of that year and then I'm like, what am I going to do? So I actually started kids yoga teaching um, but then I got railroaded by some local ladies that wanted yoga classes for them so then I had to do a teacher training. And that's sort of where it all began. Yeah, there was a there was a teacher in Townsville that just before I left said, "Well, you know, you never know. You might like take Ashtanga yoga to Darwin." And well, I have. Yeah, it happened. And what was it like? So, like the first and, time you you rocked up to your first yoga class, knowing that you really don't know what it. You may not have known what it is, and um, you're kind of you know you know you're a little bit sore and, and in pain sometimes so what what was it like your first day you rocked up to yoga <laughs> hilarious <laughs> that's what we so want to hear beginners <laughs> yeah so it was a beginner's class um it was in june in townsville so again it was like cool for northern people and i wore a um just like a you know those light kmart long sleeve shirts you know three quarter but had sleeves um and it was actually like quite an energetic practice. And the practice itself was fine. Like I didn't find that too bad. There was like challenges along the way. Um, but I like I really enjoyed it. But it was so sweaty and just like, you know, big sweaty armpit things. And I couldn't take this shirt off because I didn't wear another shirt. And um, yeah. So that was a bit tragic, but um, and it turned out, and I did feel a little bit. Um, I don't like to use the word useless, but like, um, yeah, a little bit. Like, man, look at some of these other people here. But then it turns out the person that was practicing beside me was the teacher's sister, who had a really regular practice. So like, that's why she looked so comfortable in what she was doing compared to me who was flat out flat out keeping up at times but um yeah but I loved it it was good excellent so what I I have heard and I don't know if you've done it before and I've heard it's a little intimidating I'm gonna get because you're a yoga instructor have you ever thought or have you ever ran a naked yoga class I'm gonna ask the question I know, no, Bella. No. Bella's eyes are like, oh, my God. Your face is like, no, Mel, that is not happening. <laughs> yep. No, sorry, Mel. No, I'm not here. That's too much. And, and I heard, yeah. and this is, I did hear that. Because when I heard Oh, they're it, out there, like, but they're not for me. Yeah, but when I heard it, I was like, mm-hmm. but then they're like, it's really spiritual and it's really, you don't actually look at the person in front of you doing Yoga really? Fun. Because if someone's <laughs> if someone's butt house naked doing a downward dog in, in a downward dog, me, like come on, like yeah, no. I'd be like, oh, um, yeah, and I'm sure the people that do it might be really comfortable in their own skin, but 
Yeah. Oh, good on you. Not here, sorry. <laughs> no. It's like I've been, as we all ha- have, been in exercise classes and where you feel you're not you're not as graceful as what you should be and I'm like, there's no I would never do it naked, but I like to ask the question, right? Come on. Here. Imagine if they fart. There's like no barriers. <laughs> it's just No, oh no, no. Yeah, no. <laughs> like at least if you if you're gonna fight in a yoga yoga class, you got leggings, you got underwear to like barrier that shit. If you're doing a naked yoga yoga class and then decide to do a little toot toot, it's not and like hours. a lot of people fart in yoga classes because if you eat too close to your yoga class, people fart all the time. Like, yeah. And so, imagine you're yeah, in a no. downward dog and then poof. No. Yeah, no. <laughs> yeah, I. Sorry, I just can't stop. <laughs> no. I'm still just imagining a downward dog. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna lose. We're gonna lose listeners now. They're gonna be like, "Oh, they're talking about farting. This is ridiculous." <laughs> tooting. Talking about tooting. Hey. Tooting. Tooting. So, yeah. and um, how many? Um, how regular do you run your yoga classes? And do you actually, um, do you have the big classes? Are you affiliated with another um, organisation in yoga? Like this is the time for you to plug your business and um, for the people that might and will come to Darwin one day and they want to attend your classes. Tell us a bit about them. So I run weekly classes. I have five regular classes in Berry Springs which is like our local rural suburb um, where we live near. Um, yeah, those classes that, for the space that we have um, have numbers of about 8 to 10, which is pretty much a full class there. And then this year I have also, because we moved, um, so I kind of live in the middle now of Berry Springs in a, one of the suburbs in Darwin. So I'm now able to work in Palmerston as well. And I do four classes a week in there. Those classes have about 15, 12 to 15 average. Yeah, That's so good. got a nice little, nice little following. Um, nice community of people. Like, you know, um, I didn't want to just build, you know, just teach yoga classes. I wanted to build a community. A community. There, which I would say, yeah, we have a really, particularly out in Berry Springs, like, you know, I've been out there for, it's 2016 now so um we have a really lovely community out there and you know we'll quite often go and celebrate our sanger as it's called and not a sanger as in a sandwich sanger in like sanskrit which is like the yogic text actually means like community and we go down to like the local band park they have a really lovely restaurant there and do some yoga and have dinner and catch up every now and then and yeah, like outside of our regular classes just to celebrate. You know what my mind went to when she said Sanger? No, but you were starting to laugh and I'm like, mm-hmm. 
good. She just threw on like she just threw in a barbecue with a couple of snags on the Barbie and they all had like Barbie sausage on bread. We all rocked up sausage as a local bangers. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was thinking, bunnings. She gets them by like cooking up that onion and having a fan and wafting it out. Come join Jojo. <laughs> Have a singer. <laughs> So, what's it like? A lot of people live in our cold, in cold states, cold countries. Your tell us, what's Darwin like? What's Darwin's life? As in, like, what's, what's the weather? You what's the live people? Here? Yeah, well, the atmosphere. The um. Well, this time of year, Darwin is crazy. There's like something on every single weekend. Um, for someone like me that lives under a rock, I couldn't really tell you exactly what, but there is like stuff on in the dry season every weekend. So we have a wet season and a dry season and we have a build up. So the build up is when like, it's just stinking hot, heaps of humidity. If we're lucky, we get a storm every day. Um, and that's it. It's just like, it's hot all the time. It's really not very nice. Um, but you, you live here, you get used to it. It's like anywhere. It's what you become accustomed to. Um, then we have the wet season, which is nice because you get storms and rain. You get a storm generally at least once a day. Um, and then some monsoonal rain, and then we come into the dry season. So when the dry season happens, Darwin comes to life because everyone wants to be here because, like you say, the temperatures are <laughs> somewhere between 15 and 35, you know, but without humidity generally. Mind you, it is humid today. So... Um, you can swim at this time of year, like all the swimming holes are open again, that don't, the ones that don't have crocodiles, obviously. Um, you can't swim at the beaches. Yeah, there's a lot of places you can't swim. Um, but there is still some freshwater places where you can swim and the yes, city's quickly. just generally pumping. Why can't you swim at the beaches in Darwin? Because there's crocodiles as well. If you want to be eaten, go for your life. <laughs> So for our overseas listeners and people that live maybe down down south that don't actually know, Darwin from, I'm going to say Mackay upwards all the way over to Broome a little bit underneath Broome, they're crocodile, they're crocodile infested waters. That pretty much means you don't swim there if you would like to, you know, carry on another day. Live. It's unfortunate because we have like spectacular beaches here and uh, to me that's like a really big um pain point waste you can't swim like you can if it if you're somewhere and it's really really clear you know and you can see for miles you can jump in get wet jump out but yeah as a rule it's not recommended people like people do swim here and people kite surf here um which I think they're pretty brave, but I wouldn't be. Extremely. Um. <laughs> <laughs> I think. Um, but no, but at this time of year, you know, those guys can jump. So fucking kite surf and you're yeah. on your own, bud. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yes, yeah, well, you've seen it, Mel. You've mm-hmm. seen the jumping crocodiles. Yeah, mm-hmm. and Val. And then, yeah. So, and then you've seen the crocodiles in the East Alligator. 
We'll put that in the show notes about the jumping crocodiles because it, a it's amazing, and I'll pull out some old photos that we actually have because it's very cool. Yeah, they are very cool. Very cool trip. Um, yeah, and you have things like Darwin. Well, Darwin has local markets all year round, um, but from about I think it's October to April, there's also the Mindal markets. Um, what are those? Which are like, they're actually down on the beach, so they're like a very large market on a Tuesday and a Sunday evening. Um, and most of the local, anywhere people selling like maybe homemade craft stuff through to jewellery, through to just any of those, that market. Think like your Monday but downsized. Would you ever think about like yeah. purchasing, do they like purchase a store or like? purchase a little place and like do a couple of like yoga classes at the markets yeah no not for me anyway <laughs> think of anything worse <laughs> than having all those people walking past <laughs> true true yeah true. Uh, darwin's definitely um it's pretty cool at this time of year so and those yes. Mindle Market sunsets are meant to be, like, mind-blowing. Yeah, they're pretty cool. They are pretty cool. Uh, well, Darwin sunsets in general are, like, amazing. Yeah. So we're actually – and, like, everyone's out camping this time of the year. Like, we're actually heading out camping this weekend to um, a little place down at Raft Point. A friend of ours has a hut down there. And like it's literally on the beach, like yeah, it's pretty special. So that sounds very good. Very relaxing. Ahead. Very that relaxing. Amazing. Maybe the fisherman yeah. might be there. Was he Maybe. the crabber? <laughs> the crabber. Yes. <laughs> yes. It would be nice to um do that with you again one day, Mel. Absolutely. Do you remember that bell? Mm, no. I remember the hat. Yeah, that's what she's talking about, the hat. And there was a guy yeah. who was the crabber and he gave crabs to, I think it was the boys, Jack, Cobes and um, Jack. It was two Jacks, actually. Yeah, yeah. Jack and Jack. Yeah. Jack, and, Jack and Jack and Cobes. And, um, and they ended up giving all this crab to them because... Yeah, he had them and... They couldn't sell it? Couldn't sell it or something like that. I don't know what it was, but it was very... Yeah, cool. they have different grades usually, so... Mm. Yeah. Put it this way, Darren, Mark and Woodsy were all like, oh, look what we caught. I'm like, no, the boys did. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nice try. Yeah, we're all over you like making on cake. <laughs> That's it. And, um... Yeah, but no, I mean, it's, yeah. I don't know, I really, like living here, there's aspects of Darwin that you can love, you know, in the wet season, like the storms here are magnificent, like the lightning show and the thunder, like, and like come the end of April, you actually start to miss it. Like they start to become intermittent and it's like, oh, that afternoon rumble, you know, it doesn't happen and yeah, but then we get this beautiful just weather. 
dry weather and it's as they sunny. Like to cause it. Yeah, it's it is very dry though. Like we don't get any rain at all during the dry season. They do burn off during the dry, so there is times where there's lots of smoke and crap around as well. Um, What's a burn off? But oh well, they just burn everything to help control the bushfires. It's a it's an old hmm. ancient. So they do um, controlled burns. Hmm. And, and that is part of an old ancient um, Aboriginal tradition within um, Australia. So um, th- there are, quote me if I'm if I'm saying this incorrectly, but to prevent um, wide fires, they actually burn off in certain areas every, I suppose, dry season um, or every summer season in in Australia. So that way, it does actually prevent widespread um, bushfires where that can actually wreak havoc so a couple of years ago there were some bushfires down in new south wales that uh, and new south wales victoria and because they didn't burn off when they were required to it was actually quite devastating for um australia in general and um and and the people so it's it in darwin they are very much um centered on the the old aboriginal traditions that still you know that they still run the land so to speak and they're able to control really really what happens well or, or advise what what is best practice did you know because of those bushfires and the um foam that they used in victoria mainly and new south wales to um settle them and stop them it's actually contaminated all the land and they can't farm on it anymore because of all the toxins from the chemical foam and the defense knew about it the defense minister knew about it and still let them release it all over these farmlands and now they're just ruined i think it was probably what 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 do you do right let australia burn or or do that i mean that the option that he probably had would have been hecked like it would have been a hard hard decision right what we what we're not but when you think of it we've all we, we've all eaten from oh yeah those th- like that land and it's severely contaminated and now there's lawsuits and everything about it and like all the cattle and the animals that's not cool not cool and it's like Ooh. vast stretches of land. Like it's not mm. just small patches. It's like acres and acres of Hundreds land. Hundreds of hectares. Yeah, mm. like so much has now just been contaminated and ruined and can't be farmed on. That's sad. Because it's not safe. Mm. So they sad. have farmed on it since and now they've just stopped it, is that what you're saying? Uh, yeah, so I think from, like, all the, like, they've, because the foam has run into all the water and, of course, has, like, seeped into the earth. So now, like, they've been able to, like, test the soil and test everything and they found out that the chemical that's in it has just ruined all the farmland and the water that they use, so all their water systems and the rivers and the lakes that run through. Yeah, that's a bit shit. That's really shit. And it's probably beautiful, fertile land as well. Mm. Yeah. 
Yeah. It's, all, it, it's really sad. It's extremely so sad. So I'm definitely interested to see what the lawsuit, what type of compensation and everything comes out of it. Yeah, we'll keep you updated and chats over wine because that's really interesting for sure. Yeah. Mm. Absolutely. Maybe maybe next week, Bella, you can give us more of that in-depth of how that lawsuit came about and everything like that. I will definitely look more into it. Excellent. So to lighten our fluffy little podcast mm. up, Mel, do you have a joke of the week? Of course I do. Of course. I'm, I'm the funniest person going. I'm not really, but that's what I tell myself. So... I recently had a friend um, that decided to pursue another career in miming. And ever since then, I haven't heard a thing from him. (laughs) (laughs) What can I say? These are so bad. They're so bad. I like it. They're so bad. They're not good. They're not. They're not. But yeah, they're that oh, bad. We are, everybody is probably going, oh, this is so wrong, but I got to I gotta listen to this. Like, <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> got to have a laugh about it. And the truth is, I also put my own little spin on it as well. <laughs> Can't be just a normal joke. <laughs> as you would. Mm-hmm. So before we finish... Nicole, um, what is your yoga business called in Darwin? Uh, Nick's Yoga. Excellent. And what is your Instagram page? Your Instagram handle, what's your TikTok handle? Just just shout yourself out. (laughs) Give yourself a shout out. Yeah, so my Instagram for yoga is simply just Nick's Yoga. Um, If you want to check out my digital journey it's it's called Elliot's on the move because eventually months weeks years we'll be doing this on the move which is the reason for going digital because you can do it any damn way exciting mm-hmm. and it's pretty exciting yeah also I don't know it's really creative too like yeah I'm looking into like creating some stuff so Stay tuned. So watch her space. Yeah, it sounds like something to be, yeah, mm. it sounds like something to be in tuned with. Mm. We will yes, come. yeah. Well, it, it also, like, flows into, like, my yoga business as well. Like, the course that I actually did is, like, such a freaking good just business course. Mm. Um, That's good. That is so good. I'm actually, yeah, like, flowing stuff into my yoga business as well. So that's also going to be thriving. And a lot of it's mindset stuff as too, which I'm really big on, obviously. Um, coming from a yoga background, like having the right mindset to create and attract the life that you want is hmm, the That's first important. step to getting there. Absolutely. It, yeah. That is very important. Yeah, it is all hmm. about mindset. You know, you, you can do so much with a positive mindset and you can – you know, things can grow and move and develop and all you got to do is just continuously look for opportunities and um, and just and just have a go, right? Because I think my motto yeah. is how hard can it be? How hard? Yes, exactly. Yeah. Like you just, just got to have a go, you know? Um, yeah. 
like my dad used to always say, he'd rather be a has been than a never was at all. So, mm. you know. Um, yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> so true. Yeah, definitely. So, mm. 100% something to get behind for sure. Yes, we will put all that in our socials. Yeah. Um, so, we'll put um, Neat's Yoga, Elliot's on the move. We will, anything you need to know about them will be in our um, show notes. As well as a little yep. bit about Darwin, because we all know. Definitely, because everybody should go and visit that. Just once, just, just once in your lifetime. The wonderful NT, at least. Yeah. Do the whole NT at the, least um, once. Yeah. The, the motto, I think what it is, of their slogan, see you in the NT. Mm. <laughs> yeah, I'm not a big fan of that Lee slogan. Lee used a little anyway. bit too big to smile. And, and if Pat was here, uh, I guarantee she'd be like, I love that logo. It is a yeah. good logo. Yeah, see, I'm like, yeah, no. Uh, um, but I was actually at Berry Springs this morning, so I'll send you a little um, video mail, like, of literally what is in our backyard. Like, it's the local swimming hole, and it, like, people come from all over the world to check it out, and I could just go there in between yoga classes and have a quick swim. Amazing, perfect. Send it sounds to like it. a dream yeah. come true. Actually, sounds pretty amazing. Yeah, it's yeah. Cool. So, with that being said, thank you for tuning in to Chats Over Wine. We really appreciate you listening and providing us with feedback. Please follow us on our socials at Chats Over Wine on Instagram. Send us an email to Chats Over Wine One at gmail.com. We are looking forward to your questions and thoughts. If you would like more information on this episode, please look at the show notes and don't forget to like, comment and subscribe. Until next time, we're going to love you and leave you, Mel, Belle and our beautiful guest today, Nick. Ciao. 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 Thanks for having me, ladies. Not a problem. <laughs>